Hello, it's Monica Fori here. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Your Extraordinary Life podcast and YouTube series. Whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're tuning in via podcasts, thank you so much for being here. I felt very led from my heart to show up and share as authentically as possible for this video. That is my intention with this video, to be fully authentic, to share what comes to the heart, to not let the fear filters of my mind get in the way of sharing what I believe that Mana in 2019, who was struggling and who was stuck at a low point on her journey, on her self-love journey, would have needed to hear in order to get out of a really difficult situation and a really difficult headspace, mind space, and self-love space. So that is my intention with this video, and thank you for being here. So how I learned to love myself. Wow, it's been a journey. And I would say that when I was getting started with what is now the journey of learning to love myself in the last three years, I didn't even know that I didn't love myself. I was never even taught. We're never even taught in society to think about that or to acknowledge that. We're just sort of made into these perfect cog machine wheel students that are like perfect achievers and perfect athletes and perfect daughters and perfect friends and perfect girlfriends. And like loving ourselves is never mentioned and never prioritized in the true way of what it actually should be and should look like, in my opinion. I mean, it's definitely like, buy yourself chocolate and take a bath, but like, what's at the root of that? What does that mean? I was never taught that. We're never taught that in society. And so growing up, um, I grew up with divorced parents. So I am so grateful for each of my parents individually, like loving me the best each of them could. But it was definitely like a lot of turmoil ever since I was a kid, like moving from house to house, from place to place. Um, and so my whole life, I never really truly felt like I fit in or I belonged in a place because of that constant movement. And also being a first generation born in the United States from immigrant parents. My parents immigrated to the United States from Iran in the 80s. And I always identified as like Iranian, but also I was born in America. So I was, I was American and I am American, but I never fully like felt that belonging. So just identity wise, I was always like a little bit confused and back and forth and never really like sure and grounded in myself. And basically like all throughout schooling, like my whole life always followed the rules. I was like the nice, quiet, smiling girl who got all the superlatives of most likely to always be smiling and would just like do the right things, be on time, go to school, do the sports, do all the extracurriculars, do what you're supposed to do so that everyone likes you and everyone accepts you. And looking back now, I realized that like I was doing everything everyone else wanted me to do, but I was not even listening or acknowledging to what mana inside wanted or needed or what was authentic or aligned for me. And so that's what I always struggled with was just like pleasing and living up to others' expectations, like trying to fulfill the sacrifices of immigrant parents and like coming to a new country and giving your kid all these opportunities. Like I had so much guilt and expectation and being the older child as well, like trying to live up to that and, and trying to fulfill that. And then I got into a relationship my senior year of high school. And with the relationship now, like looking back on it, 
We've each gone our own ways, but neither of us were ready to get into a relationship. I have learned so many lessons from that relationship, but that's another aspect of that, like wanting to please others and not even sure of who I was. So ever since I was 17, it was like I was a parent, a child to my parents, and then I was a girlfriend in a relationship. So I was never sure of who Manu was. And I have journaled my whole life. So ever since I was a kid, I've been journaling. I was so inspired by a couple of mentors. And I remember we learned about um, Anne Frank actually in school and how she kept a journal of all of her deepest, like most honest, darkest, authentic thoughts and feelings. And that really, really inspired me. So I started journaling as well. And I have a lot of pretty dark journal entries from when I was younger of sharing, just feeling like, so confused and feeling so lost and so unsure and like this isn't my path and this doesn't feel like my path and and still feeling like I'm in this cogwheel of like being supposed to do this and not really sure what love is and not really sure if I fit in and not really sure if this is my place and I just felt like I could be a chameleon and I could fit into so many groups which is so good and handy for some situations but then also it was like who is mana? Who is the authentic mana? And how am I fitting into the world? And how am I showing up in the world? I wasn't. I was just like morphing into all these different identities. And then that like being unsure of myself, not loving myself, also went into college. Um, I studied data science. I was always like, I could do math and science and technology and everything. And so I feel fulfilled that college degree to fill the immigrant parent expectation that you're either a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or you're a failure, which I think is insane. Um, but it's it's all rooted in this um, ultimate desire to want this life of security for your children, which now I have grace and understanding in. But I was so miserable in it. Like I remember going to my computer science classes, being in an auditorium of 200 people and 190 of them being guys. And I was like one of the only girls and I would sit in the corner and I would walk out of the class and I would just cry. Like I would sit on the drill field and I would just cry because none of it felt aligned for me. I was like, there's no way this is life. Like there's no way what I'm feeling right now is what this life experience is meant to be. Every part of me from within was screaming that. And I remember I would, I would call my parents and I'd be like, oh, this isn't aligned. This isn't my path. But it was just like this expectation, this societal expectation that like you fulfill this role and this is what you do. And, and this is what you're, this is the path that you're supposed to be on. You're supposed to go to school and then you're supposed to go to college. And then you're supposed to be this perfect student and fulfill these perfect expectations and then graduate and get a job and like work properly in your job and like then get married and then have children and then raise your children. And then by that time, all of your personal hopes and desires and dreams are gone. And then after that, continue to grind a little bit more and you don't even have the energy left to want to live your own life anymore or what your own dreams are. And then eventually you hit 65, 70, maybe you can retire, maybe. And then you're like, oh my gosh, now I can finally start living. What do I even want to do? Who even am I? I spent my entire life in this cog cycle of just spinning wheels and I don't even know who I am. And I feel that so deeply. I 
through the spiritual work I've been doing, through this journey I've been on for the past three years, I feel that in a past life, I died. I was someone who died with regret. And I came into this life and now I'm 27 years old and I feel this like shaking, furious, like almost vengeful voice and heart inside me that's like, there's more to life. There's more to life. Life is precious. Life is so beautiful. Don't let what happened before, don't let that regret weigh on you. It's time to live. It's time to live. And so I went to college, I got the degree, I was continuing to satisfy the expectations of others, and I started working for a big four consulting firm, which in the eyes of society was the ultimate check. Yes, you started working corporate. I was in the commercial sector. I remember going to these etiquette dinners and like sitting at these fancy formal etiquette dinners where they teach you to like eat from the outside fork first and then the outside spoon and then like scoop the spoon away from you when you're having soup because you don't want the drips of soup to splash on your shirt and how to take food out of your mouth if it's something you don't want to eat and hide it with the fork. And I was like, this all feels like monkey business to me. None of it felt real. I was like, this this can't be it. This can't be life. This just like play pretend and show up and dress up and wear a suit and wear a tie and go to these meetings where we're talking about things that don't ultimately matter. None of it mattered. I couldn't find the meaning in it. I couldn't find the purpose in it. None of it. And people were stressing themselves out. People were not sleeping. It was just such a toxic turmoil, just culture, like no days off, grind, work, work. Don't see your family. Don't make time for anyone you love. Just grind for your whole life to reach a promotion. Yes, yes, reach a promotion. You've reached a promotion. Great. Here's a little bit more money. And here is even more expectation to make you hate more of your life and be stuck in this grind. And don't get me wrong, I don't think all corporate jobs or all cycles are bad like this. Like, I think there definitely could have been a job that was aligned for me, but I felt it wasn't aligned for my soul. And that's the point that I'm trying to emphasize here is to not take the expectations of others and let that dictate your life. And I can say that with authority because I let that happen to me for so long. Through societal expectations of authority figures and relationships and partners, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who Mana was. Like, looking back now at past versions of me, like me, who was commuting in Washington, D.C. traffic, oh man. It makes me emotional to think about. Because I was, I would sit there and I would show up and I would play these roles, but I didn't even know who I was. And it breaks my heart because the level of alignment and fulfillment that I've found now in my life and the fact that it could have not been a possibility if I continued down the path of what society and what others wanted for me and the fact that I've been able to make this shift and make this change in just three years, it breaks my heart and that's why I show up and that's why I share because I know that it's possible for you too. If these words that I'm sharing with you resonate with you on a deeper level, on a soul level, there's something within you that knows it to be true, that knows that you can also find your path out. So what did I do? What did I do to pull myself out of that dark place where nothing was aligned, where I was getting sick, where I was getting pain, where I was so, so miserable and unhappy with my life? 
How did I get out? I went on a deep journey of personal development and self-discovery. I was stuck in this corporate cycle comfort zone, and I would not let myself step outside of it before. So I started to journal on who the new Mana would be, what characteristics the new Mana would have. She would be courageous. She would be a traveler. She would talk to new people. She would try new sports. She would step outside her comfort zone. She would read new books. She would listen to new podcasts. She would attend conferences. She would talk to inspiring people and share their stories. So that's what I started to do. I started to step by step, class by class, place by place, mile by mile, everywhere I drove, everywhere I went, every new adventure, I felt like I unlocked a piece of myself. And it wasn't just on those adventures. It was a combination of both. It was putting myself out there. And then it was also going deeply within being so, so honest with myself through my journal entries, no longer writing. This is what I did. This is what happened, but writing what felt authentic and aligned with my soul. Oh man, (laughs) it gives me chills to think about and talk about because it's like, as you're going through this journey and as you're going through this process, you don't realize that what you're doing is you're transforming your reality. Like this Tony Robbins quote I love is where focus goes, energy flows. Tony Robbins events. I first came across his Netflix documentary, Tony Robbins, I Am Not Your Guru, by accident. A friend had recommended to me The Happiness Project on Netflix, which I still haven't completed to this day. And the one next to it was Tony Robbins, I Am Not Your Guru. And I was like, huh, I have heard some things about Tony Robbins, but I don't know much about this guy. And I'm curious. Let's click and let's watch. And immediately I started crying. I was so inspired. It was like touching tears that were just showing me that there's a world of heart-driven, service-oriented, inspiring, passionate People who are also achievers, who are also making a difference out there. I wanted to learn as much as I could and get involved in that world, in that space. And so I signed up for any and every event of Tony Robbins I could. It initially started virtual. He launched the first ever virtual Unleash the Power Within. And it was an investment. And I had never made investments that big in myself. I was a college graduate. I had start, just started working. to go to a virtual seminar that the couple people around me that I told about were like, what? What are you doing? But every single part of my heart was pulling me to go to it. So I went and it transformed my life. I set these goals and I broke through a piece of wood that I never thought I could break. And that breakthrough for me was a breakthrough of limitations of who the past Mana thought, who was kept small, who was kept hidden, who was kept like all her goals and dreams repressed. I broke through and I stepped up and I found this courage and this love and this power within me from just being authentic and from just showing up as who I truly am in the world. And that was the first spark. That was the first spark that ignited that light within me that showed me it's possible. There's more. You can dream. You can live. And so after that, it came with a ticket to his Unleash the Power Within in person the next year. I went to that. I met so alone. I went completely alone, which was also terrifying. I wasn't used to doing anything alone. And on this journey, I also started to do things alone. I started to do what I loved. I started to go for hikes. I started to travel. And through doing things alone, I got to know myself. I got to love myself. 
And I got to meet other passionate, inspiring people who were walking that same path, who were on that same journey, who were also raising their vibrational frequency to be that of magic and love and authenticity and abundance. (laughs) And at that in-person Unleash the Power Within, I felt so called to sign up for Tony Robbins Mastery University, which had his Date with Destiny, Business Mastery, Life and Wealth Mastery, Fiji, and that was the start of my spiritual awakening transformational journey. Telling Pasmana, who lived in the physical in Washington, D.C., that there's a spiritual world out there vibrating with frequency and energy and that everything, like the palm of our hands and our hair and the trees and the wind and the birds and everything is pulsating with energy and we're all just different vibrational frequencies if someone had told me that i would have been like huh you're insane what are you saying that doesn't mean anything (laughs) that person's crazy but now i've felt it i've seen it and in bali I remember I was traveling there. I was still with my ex-partner at the time. And and that spiritual awakening also led me to end that relationship. So I was truly alone for the first time in my entire life. I was no longer a child to my parents in the way that I was a minor being protected. And I was no longer a girlfriend to my partner. I made a declaration to myself that I would reclaim Mana. I would reclaim who I was. And I would step up into it. In Fiji, I realized that my name, Mana, means life force, means power of wind, means energy. And I was so inspired and awakened and a fire was lit within me to step up. And I also had a realization during that same awakening that after my grandmother had sadly passed away in an accident, I was given these amazing opportunities to travel and step up and experience the world, to live for generations of Iranian women who had come before me, who had been repressed and who had not been, literally were like hidden behind hijabs and like just like forced to these roles of service and and just being in the backseat and and being like, how may I serve you? How may I help you in like a, a, a littler way, not in a like, let's all be empowered way. I realized that I was given this opportunity to step up and serve. And my mission statement that I set during Tony Robbins' Date with Destiny was that the purpose of my life is to be free, enjoy life, and show love for myself and others. And I started to step up into that. I started to read books like Whatever Arises, Love That, and The Alchemist, and Power of Now, and Tony Robbins' Life Force, and Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, all these books that absolutely transformed my worldview and showed me that, oh my gosh, this world of magic and frequency and and our thoughts, the power of our thoughts that can create our reality is all so real. And now my thoughts and my vibrational frequency and my intentions have become so powerful that it's like things that I will think about will manifest in the physical world, good and bad. And I have to be careful of how I leverage that energy. It's become so fascinating to observe. And it's all from going on that journey of being in that dark place and deciding that I don't want to stay there. I don't want to stay in that dark place. I felt this calling, this pull to the light. And I felt that there's more to life and that there's more out there. And I took the courageous, messy, scary steps and action to start to step up into it. 
to start to dis- discover and unveil who Mana can be. And that's a huge piece of what motivates me throughout my life and throughout my self-love journey and throughout my healing journey is that there's never this point that I reach where I'm like, ah, I've done it. I'm perfect. I'm healed. Easy. Done. (laughs) No. I have thought that a few times and that is very ignorant of me because... Each time I reach this new layer, I unveil this new layer like an onion, I realize that there's a deeper and a stronger and a more potent layer within. And it's scary and it's hard and it's honest and truthful to face those layers and levels of yourself. It's really hard and it's really scary. But it's so powerful and beautiful and it's the magic of life. I really believe that like by not hiding anymore, by being honest, by being authentic, they've found that authenticity is the highest vibrational frequency. Authenticity. It means that you are living in alignment with what God or the universe or your creator or whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in intended you to be. You're not trying to be a copy of someone else. You're not here living in someone else's image, someone else's expectations, someone else's doubts and fears. Because more often than not, those people do love you, yes, but their guidance of love is to keep you in this mold of what they believe is love so that it can keep you safe, but it will keep you in this ball. And that ball doesn't provide any room for freedom and flow and flexibility and riding these magical waves of life like the magic that I now get to experience like don't get me wrong there are lows there are low points but I have a toolkit of how to get myself out of those low points I give myself grace to acknowledge and feel what's going on and know that these highs these magical beautiful highs while existing in a state of gratitude are also out there and they're so beautiful and i share this story authentically and vulnerably with hopes that you can take that courageous action as well to start to unveil who you are at your most authentic healed evolved max level like what is the most extraordinary version of you And the key that I really want to emphasize throughout the Your Extraordinary Life podcast and series is that it's not a copy that looks the same for everyone. It's unique for each and every person. And it's about having the courage and the vulnerability and the authenticity to unveil what it is for you and step up into that power. So hopefully something in there resonated with you. (laughs) I did not think that I would share all of that story, but I'm really glad it did. I really hope that it resonates with someone. And the other aspect of it that I wanted to share as well was that when I was at that low point, when I was being molded by others' expectations of me, I had no self-esteem. I had no belief in self. And it even shows in things like body language, like standing awkwardly in photos. I used to call myself awkward. I used to be so unsure of myself. Like, just, like, hidden behind a hat and nerd neck, like, typing on my phone, like, hidden, like, oh, maybe I'll speak up. Like, oh, maybe I'll speak up for myself. I had no confidence in myself. 
None. No esteem of the self, like being proud of who I am, being proud of how I show up in the world and the person I am and how I smile and how I care about others and how I allow my emotions to flow. And I used to think that my sensitivity was a weakness. Whenever I would feel too deeply, I would be told to not to repress those emotions, to hide those emotions. But now I've realized that my emotions and my ability to feel is what makes me human. I don't want to be a robot that feels no emotions that's just like perfect and being robotic all the time. Like I want to feel these emotions. That's the magic of life. There's a magical sunset going on right now behind this window and there are birds flying all around and the sky is orange and yellow and it makes me emotional. Walking around at sunset with my feet in the ocean, living a couple minutes from the beach, it feels like a dream life to me. That if I hadn't unlocked this alignment from within, I could have never been living in this reality and I could have been still stuck and trapped in this low self-esteem space. So all of this to share. If you've gotten to hear in this video, you're a real one. I hope it's resonated with your soul. All of us to all of this to say that you are loved, you are important, you are enough, you matter, and your story and your way of sharing it will resonate with someone in a way that someone else's story can. Like you are put here on this earth for a reason. It's not an accident. Nothing is an accident. It's all on purpose. It's all guiding us. And I believe that it's co-creation of our destiny my mentor Ed Milet says this, it's it's this co-creation of, yes, God and the universe is guiding us, but it's also our own action, our own free will, like what effort, what courage, what authenticity are we going to put in to get to that magical, synchronistic alignment where all this magic starts to happen? It's a co-creation of that destiny. And I hope, I genuinely hope that you see through my story that you're not alone in feeling those feelings of not loving yourself. And even if it's a small step that you take by going for your first hike by yourself or going out to dinner by yourself for the first time, like those small actions of learning to love yourself so that you can feel this abundant, magical freedom, this freedom of like true self-love and just like this permeation from within out where people can feel your aura is love. And it's like this magnet, like it draws this like magnetic energy of like just beautiful frequency and beautiful people into your life and beautiful opportunities. And all of it for me is to serve. It's like all this magic comes into your life and ultimately the gift of it all is serving and it creates this beautiful flow. I, I believe in karma and I believe in like everything in the universe is connected, just like nothing is a coincidence. It's all connected and, and giving creates this beautiful flow that you're a part of and it feels so cool and it feels so fulfilling. And so I'll wrap this up here. My name is Monica Fori. This is the journey of how I learned to love myself deeply and unapologetically and it is a never-ending journey it's a progress it's a process it's it's something that's continuously going on and I love it I love the process I've fallen in love with the process and I hope that you find beauty in it as well as hard as it is it is so hard to face those deeper layers those deeper truths within ourselves but ultimately why else are we here what are we doing here to love be free, 
to give, to serve. Those are some of my thoughts. Sending you all a lot of love. If you enjoyed this and it resonated with you, all I ask is that you share it with one friend who you think it could resonate with as well. I'm on a mission to inspire others to live their most extraordinary lives, as I believe the more people that are living in alignment with their truth, the better this world can be. And I think the world needs a lot of love and a lot of healing right now. And so this is the best way that I know how to step up into providing that healing for the world. And so it would mean a lot to me if you help me in that mission by sharing it with someone else. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!